Welcome to the Fit Inspired Mama podcast. I am your host, Nishma Karim. I am an author, speaker, holistic nutritionist, personal trainer, and wellness coach for mothers who wish to step outside their comfort zone and finally understand weight loss, have more energy, remove the constant yo-yo diet, and start living and feeling like a million bucks. And this is the podcast inspiring you to love yourself. Happy New Year! Oh my God, 2023. What an amazing time to start this new podcast of Fit Inspired Mama just for you. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to launch this first podcast of 2023 with you, and I'm excited to bring it live. I am talking today with Ere Wright. Why am I bringing him here today? Is because there's a few things I love about Ere. Ere is authentic, he is real, he is he doesn't hide anything from us he's just completely who he is what i also love about him is that he is ready to share his story he's ready to make a big huge impact of 2023 we talk so much about relationships and weight loss and everything he's gone through in his life plus myself what i've learned the things that we've learned what we have put together in 2022 and what we're thinking about doing now in 2023 it is such an exciting conversation. It's two friends having a conversation of everything and anything and just being open. What a perfect time to bring in this podcast with all of you. Honestly speaking, 2023 is going to be one of the biggest, one of the best, one of the brilliant years ever. I guarantee it to you. So let me give you a quick bio of Ere and we'll go from there. Ere is a tenacious, creative, resistant individual. Adrian Wright is the president of Real Talk Inc., a podcast and outreach ministry for those who are broken and hurting from their past. As a master life coach and entrepreneur, Adrian is an expert on writing devotionals, preachings, and mentoring young adults. When he's not bringing heat to the microphone, Adrian enjoys watching TV, reading, working out, and spending time with his family. Let's listen in to Adrian and myself in our conversation. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing good, doing good. Um, just trying to get people to stop calling my phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, good idea. Put that on silent. How was breakfast today? Breakfast was really good. Breakfast day mornings were good. Are good. I was with my kids. I went for breakfast. We went out for breakfast. We had breakfast really late today in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a good day. It's been a good time. Um, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy twenty twenty three. I can't believe how fast the time has gone. It's, it's so crazy. It is like it's mind blowing. Because, well, like, and I say that, but I was just telling someone earlier today, like, I felt like there was, and I guess that can be with any year, but, like, this year really started out really slow. Yeah. And then it just went really fast. I was like, yo, I can't believe it's already over. So I it's, know. It's been a crazy year, though. Crazy year. First of all, I have not seen you the entire year. Can I tell you, or can I ask you why? Yeah. So, man. Okay. So this year has been so crazy. So um, 
really back in, like, I got to tell you this long story to make this, to answer your question. So back in 2019, me and my ex-wife, mm. we had decided that we were, you know, that this wasn't really working, but we was kind of going back and forth about it. But she was living over here. I was living over here. We was doing our own things. And then we'd have these moments and times where we thought we were going to work things out. And it just never, it never happened. And then the end of last year, actually a little bit before around this time last year, she sends me like divorce papers, which I wasn't expecting that at all, you know, because mm -hmm. we had, you know, we've always been so cool and so close, but I kind of, when you go back and you look at things, you're like, oh, that makes sense now. And so when she hits me with divorce papers, I was like, okay, this is, this is crazy. So we get a divorce. And then after that, I find out there was this like this other guy in the picture and, mm -hmm. you know, not even to try and throw on it, but that's just, that's just the truth. You know, that's what the situation was. So there was this other guy in the picture and like, that was devastating. And it was even, it was, it was a lot harder because I knew we weren't going to get back together, but I didn't think it was going to be because of somebody else. And then, you know, kind of going back and looking at, looking at it, I remember talking to Sabrina, Don, shout out to Sabrina and a lot of my other friends and just like some of the conversations and stuff that I would tell them, they're like, yo, she's a narcissist and this, that, and the other. And so like, I had to soak all that in. So I kind of went ghost, like not on like going places and stuff, but like working with people that I planned on working with or that I would have normal normally worked with. And I really, I really just wanted to do something where I'm like, okay, I gotta get myself together because I'm over here, I'm like doing really good. It was like the best of times and the worst of times all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so my health started getting real bad. Like I was like 300 pounds. And so I was like, okay, before I start doing anything else, I need to straight up get myself together. So I kind of had to go ghost and kind of like, I didn't even record on my podcast. I think yet this week, actually, I had dropped an episode for the first time since September. And, you know, that was really different because I was like, man, how do I even work the mic? I couldn't even remember how to work the mic or anything like that. And a lot of stuff that I put out for Real Talk really was, really was a lot of stuff just from like pain. I think one series was called God, My Heart Hurts or Shattered. Um, and it was just so, was, when I did record, it was just really me kind of getting my pain and stuff out there. Um, so that's that's why we haven't seen each other. That's part of it anyway. Um, and then I really got focused on the gym straight up and I got down. I think the smallest I was this year was 217. Like I've gained some weight since then. Cause now I'm two, I think 230 now, but I'm, I can fit my clothes and everything again. And I feel good. I feel amazing. I'm tired as crap right now, but other than that, I feel amazing. Um, so yeah, yeah, there's that. And then on top of all of this, I had to decide because I was living in North Carolina and while I was in North Carolina, you know, of course I have twin girls, uh, Hazel and Lily, they lived in Oklahoma. So the only time I would really come to see them and visit them was like, you know, 
holidays um, when I could get off work and then, you know, random times during the year. So I was like, okay, if I'm really going to be the best version of myself, yeah, it starts with me being a better father. Mm-hmm. And I had like a great FaceTime. Like I talked to my kids every day. We played Roblox every day. So it wasn't like I was never talking to them or anything like that, but it's just, it's different from actually being there. So I had to make the decision and choice to move back to Oklahoma, which was heartbreaking because I love, love North Carolina. I felt like the four years I was in North Carolina, I had a lot of success, wrote two books out there, um, from the moment I, the year I got to North Carolina up until this year, I was on top of the podcast charts, still on top of the charts on podcast land or whatever. So like, you want to, like, I'm a, I'm the type of person, like whenever I want to like recreate success, like I want to be in that place that it happened before. So it was so heartbreaking um, leaving um, North Carolina to move back to Oklahoma, but it was worth it. And the moment I got out here, <clears throat> so Back in December around this time, actually, um, Sparkling Hippie, uh, Haley Hoover, her dad, who's like a father figure to me, her dad and her mom both like, like I call her mom, Mama Hoover, like, and I called her dad Pops. And so he had passed away around this time last year. And when I moved out here, my mother, my real mother's husband had died. And so Mm -hmm. every time I thought that I was like ready to kind of like, get back out there as far as podcasting goes, or even dropping my next book, like something would happen and it would just like make me be like, okay, this ain't it. Like, I'm not feeling nothing. Like I really had a lot of low moments uh, this year, which caused me to go, you know, play in the background more than I was playing up front center stage. And it's just, and it was, it's been crazy. It's been a crazy year, but it's been, I can't say it's been all bad. It's been good. It's been good. I did meet someone. Um, her name's Ashley. We got married back in October. And so that's that's probably been the highlight of my year. Cause I really she came in a time of my life where really was just dark and hopeless and everything I felt like was falling apart. Um, and then boom, I'm like, okay, who are you? Where you come from? <laughs> and so that it's that's been going really I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. So yeah, so that's a little bit about what's where I've been at. I've been MIA. But it's uh it's been, you know, whenever you go through something, uh especially me, I'm a I'm a firm believer. Like if I go through this, I want to get a lesson from this. Cause I don't want to just I don't I don't want to always just talk about winning and victory and never losing without, you know, actually confronting things that are losses but turning, transforming those losses into lessons so that I can, you know, apply them to my own life and then share them with someone else who's going to go through something I've been through um, so that they can, under, so they know that they're not alone going through that. So I've learned a lot this year about me and just about life in general. So it's been, it's been, like I said a while ago, it's the best of times and the worst of times all at the same time. I think it's uh, a normal phase for every single person to go through those, right? Every right, right. single person goes through some good times, bad times, and they go through everything all at once in the whole entire year. And when they have to look right. back, 
they look at some of the things with regrets. And I think that is something that I love how you said is when we make those mistakes or we continue to learn from what happened, we have lessons to learn from them to continue. Right. On. I love that. I started 2022. Oh, you have no idea. I was started 2022 doubting myself. Mm. Am I worthy? Am I happy? What's going on with me? I started to feel more. I needed to be at the moment and I needed to learn to be in the moment. And if I did not do that for myself, I was going to continue to feel unworthy or unhappy. And I think all of that came because I got to learn so much about my relationship with my husband and my relationship with myself. And if I didn't learn any of that, I would not be going to 2023 with like a boom, like a blast. It's it's been a huge thing. I think relationship wise, it's been huge. Um, Understanding your life partner, understanding your husband and your, or your, or your, your wife or your girlfriend or whatever it is, just like how you, you were going through similar, similarly for me, I was going through understanding, allowing my partner to be who he is. If I never allowed that, I think I would be holding on to something that's just creating more of a mess instead of allowing him to be free, just like how everyone wants to be free. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? And I think that's a lot of relationships don't get along because we're always controlling the relationship. Right. Yeah. Most of, I remember, you know, like that was one of the things like Amanda would always tell me, like she would tell, I don't like your personality. I want you to be who I want you to be. And that isn't fair. And she, and she understood that because she would always say, but, and that isn't fair to you. Mm-hmm. And I just remember always like, I'm a pleaser in a relationship. So I'm always like, okay, I want to make this person as happy as I possibly can. Even if that means I'm sacrificing who I am to make this person happy. Let me get this off my screen. And so like, that was, but that was one of the things I had to learn at the end of that was that I will never, ever again, sacrifice who I am to make someone else happy so they can be comfortable and live the best life they they want to live while I'm over here being miserable, low key, but it's okay because this person is happy. And I've learned that like happiness in relationships, it isn't just one-sided. It, That's right. Both people have to be happy for a relationship to be successful. And when I say happy, I mean, Cause, cause someone can hear that and be like, well, I guess I'm not, we're not happy. So I guess it's over, but you have overall happiness, mm-hmm. not like having a bad, se- cause you have bad season. You have relationships like roller coasters. You have your ups and your downs and you have to, you know, ultimately discern, you know, at the end of the day, like, is this person worth it? And if you're, and if two people are putting that work in, then yeah, it's it, the relationship is worth it. Save it, you know? Um, but I think with, with my ex, that was her thing. Like she didn't feel the butterfly feelings and stuff anymore. All mm. uh, this and my whole deal was like, okay, all that stuff is valid, but at the end of the day, commitment to what we, you know, decided to be committed to is what matters. That's what's going to get us through the rough times and through all the craziness. And you know, like. But both people have to have that same mindset. And if only one person has it, when the other person is unhappy, they're going to look for happiness elsewhere. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Definitely have to learn that this year for sure, or last year. See, I love that because when we talk about relationships, 
It's very similar, but the only issue is, is that you don't have um, the the whole the whole family kind of thing. And I and I do. Right. So wow. I was listening to that just a few days ago and I was like, OK, well, this makes sense. You know, this is the learning path. Why do people go through divorces? It's because they can never find that butterfly feeling again. Right, and, right. and that butterfly feeling does go away that the honeymoon stage how do you continue living that life with that person is the hardest part you love them for who they are they are your life partner you do things together they are your best friend how do you continue being that person with them even after that honeymoon stage is gone so this is what happened between me and my husband too right like like um, when we were just dating, it was like this honeymoon stage and, you know, I would let him do what he wanted to do and I did what I wanted to do. And we just allowed each other to be each other. And then it changed when we had kids. And now it's like, how many times are you changing the diaper? And how many times am I changing the diaper? And how many times am I taking care of the kids? And how many times are you out of the house? And oh my God, you have time for golf. And oh my God, you have time to go out with your friends. And I'm stuck at home now with the kids. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And so that's the stage that we were in at one point. And then after that, it was like, I'm still home with the kids and you get to work. And you get to bring the money and you get to do all of this. And I'm still at home stuck. And oh, now you're going to the hockey game. And so now you're going to go and have fun. And I'm still putting the kids to sleep and oh, dropping them yeah. off. And and that was the hardest part of my life in mm-hmm. 2018, 2019. And then now it's like realizing that, oh, my God, it's not about how many times have I done it or how many times he's done it. It's about being together and understanding each other and knowing that we are an individual and I think it's very similar with you and your partner too we are an individual and I have the right to go out with my friends when I want to and he's with the kids sometimes sometimes Mm -hmm. we both go away together and we have mother-in-law or a babysitter taking care of the kids and sometimes he's out with his friends and we need it as a human we need it as um, a relationship. We need our relationships to be like that. Yeah. We need to miss each other and love each other. Because if we don't get that, we don't have a proper relationship. Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So this is where 2022 came for me when it came to understanding the relationship. Let him be who he is because he allows me to be who I am. And this way he will grow as an individual and he will be able to do the things that he wants to do and love and still love you because he gets to do those things. Right, but if you take that away from him or anyone that you love, you're going to lose it. It's like holding something so tight in your hands. And then all of a sudden you're, it just, it, because you're holding on to it so fast, like so much, it's going to be gone. It doesn't want to be stuck in the little, in a little shell. It wants, right, to, yeah. it wants to fly. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of like um, these birds I used to have, and I can't even think they're like parakeets or something, but I would let them out of the cage every once in a while. And they like live their best life and they're, they're, um, their wings were clipped, so they couldn't really fly, but they would walk everywhere and they would kind of float a little bit, but they couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> but when you put them in the cage, they would like, yeah, they would be so miserable and let everybody in the house know that yeah. they did not like being in the cage. And that's, you know, that's what I've learned too, is like you got, like you were saying, is that you have to let people 
people, you know, be free to be who they are created to be and mm-hmm. to do, you know, things that they love doing in life. Because if not, it's like a bird that's in a cage and, you know, they're going to be miserable. Yeah. And that was one of my biggest lessons in life is, you know, how can our relationship get big, get stronger? And that was my biggest, strongest thing. And we have been the strongest ever since because I... I learned those little lessons. And I think every relationship or a mother or father or any any relationship out there, boyfriend, girlfriend, or whoever it is, if they understand that part in a relationship, everything would go so well. Right, absolutely. Here's something else. I think the relationship part was amazing. I love the fact that you brought this up and I want to talk to you more about it. You, first of all, I'm so happy to have you as a blast for 2023. And there's one thing I would love to talk to you about is your weight loss. I cannot believe how amazing you look. Um, Thank you. Thank do you know it? I'm a coach for weight loss. <laughs> right. I'm one, I help women, actually not women, but mothers mainly to um, understand that, uh, you know, you could work out, eat right and still lose weight. And there's no yo-yo dieting. It's just an access, the perfect way of doing it. And you can lose your weight and look good and not gain it after you learn how to eat it. And I look at you and I'm just like, holy damn, tell me, what did you do? Because I guarantee there'll be questions out there for Ari, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? Yeah. So my, my biggest thing was, um, like, I had to ultimately, cause I, I used to be this guy that thought like, okay, you got to work out, you got to work out and then you can do whatever you want to do. And when I was younger, I could, I could eat whatever I wanted to eat and it mm-hmm. was not, you know, but now being 31 years old, I've learned that, okay, can just eat whatever I want to eat and then expect to get in the gym and then just stay small or whatever so my biggest thing the biggest biggest thing i did was change um my eating habits straight up like i i cut i cut soda all the way out every once now i'm at this place where every once in a while i'll have some soda i won't even probably finish a can of soda because now soda just tastes really different like it's like okay okay this doesn't even take because i used to drink dr pepper like every day and now i can't even barely finish the dr pepper i don't even know if we have dr pepper here in canada i remember i i don't even remember if we do i think we do but the first time i've ever tried dr pepper was in dallas texas okay first time first time when i was visiting my family there and um i thought it tasted very uh (laughs) pepto-bismo Yeah, and you know, I I don't for some reason I used to crave it all the time. But when I started cutting out sodas and stuff, um, especially Dr. Pepper, like I can't, it just does not taste. I don't know why I loved it so much. I don't know if it was just out of a habit, which probably mm-hmm. is what it was just out of habit, going to the store every day after work and you know, getting a soda because that's what I normally do. Um, but when I started doing that, limiting like watching what I eat, um, and then adding the gym to that, like that's when I really kept the weight loss or the weight loss. That's when really when I kept the weight off. And it, but it all started though. Ultimately, I had to make um, a conscious decision. I had to make up my mind first. Like, okay, so are we doing this just to lose weight, or do we want to change like our lifestyle? Like, exactly. I didn't want to just, Good I didn't want to just lose weight just to lose weight. I wanted to like change my whole lifestyle up. Um, 
like I was, I remember like I couldn't even stand up very long to just wash dishes because my lower back would mm. hurt so much. And when I would, I went to the doctor and I was telling my doctor about it in North Carolina. And she was like, it's probably because you're overweight. Mm. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah. And I'll never forget that she said, you wear your fat very well. <laughs> you know, we need to take it off now. Yeah. And I can, I can stand up for long periods of time now. I can, I have more energy. Um, like, it, it's just amazing. But like my biggest, biggest thing though, ultimately was cutting out soda, drinking way more water, like way more water and definitely just like watching what I eat. Like I am, like I'm, I was really big on greasy foods and always eating out mm. all the time. And when I realized like, especially I read this article one day that was talking about like black people health and stuff like that. And just like how, like some of the foods that yes, it's passed down it's traditional type stuff, isn't healthy for you and it clogs up your arteries and stuff. And I was like, okay, so we need to stay away from that. We don't need no heart failures or heart attacks or anything like that. And it, but ultimately though, like I just got really serious about what I was putting my, what I was putting into my body. Mm -hmm. And like, I think my biggest thing was though, I came to this, I would never, I won't, I won't ever forget this. Cause I was like, okay, everybody knows me, knows I work hard and I get money, whatever, whatever. But what's the point of going out here and hustling and working my butt off all the time if I'm unhealthy and eventually won't even be able to enjoy it because of my health? So I had to I had to stop wilding out so I can actually enjoy, not that I'm rich or anything like that, but I wanted to, I didn't want to like suddenly just pass away because I didn't know how to stop eating bad. And what once I made that up and then once I made my mind also up to stop the negative thoughts because yeah. I'm all like looking in the mirror and I'm like absolutely I'm hating what I look like mm -hmm. and when people see me they're like man you're a big dude now and I used I used to just be like hey what's up man thank you whatever, whatever. but I used to hate hearing that yeah. and so I told myself okay if you can change this this is not something that you can't change like if, if, you know, if there was like, you know, I had a scar on my face and people was like, oh, you're scar face or whatever, then that's cool. I had to learn how to love that or whatever. But like, if I really wanted to learn to love myself, then I need to take care of myself. And I think that's the, that's the problem with a lot of people. They hate how they look and the power is in their hand to literally change it. Like ultimately the biggest downfall for a lot of people is that like we live in this instant society. We want instant success. Um, we want everything now, you know, but when it comes to your health, when it comes to um, being the best possible version of yourself, like you didn't just get overweight overnight, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Like it, it took time. Mm -hmm. And so you have to understand to get back to the healthy version of yourself or to get healthy um, period, it's going to take time and you can't quit. You can't give up and you can't just always go off what the scale says. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you have to, monitor how you're feeling like is, has your mood like is it better are you sleeping better um are you you know do you have the energy to do things you didn't have before and once you do those things and once you see like your your lifestyle is improving in other areas other than what the scale says then you really will start really learning to you know love the success you'll get in the gym and the success you get from eating right so that's that's what i did and it has been it has been life-changing it has been 
it's been amazing. The whole change of my lifestyle up journey has just been, it's been mind blowing. It's amazing, right? I remember when I was overweight, um, I was 210 pounds, I think. And right now I'm 130. You look good, by the way. You look good, by the way. (laughs) Thanks, thanks, thanks. I feel it too as well. And I'll tell you okay. what happened. I think you have the same feeling. I used to put all my clothes on. I used to hate the way I used to look. I used to cry putting on these clothes on, thinking I look fat. I look ugly. I'm not I'm not happy with myself. I, right. I didn't feel like going out and thinking about what other people were going to think about me or say about me because I just felt so wrong. I was not happy in my own skin. There was something wrong with me. Uh, And I remember all of this stress and anxiety that I was going through. And I remember postpartum depression because I just had a child too as well. Um, No matter where I was going or what was happening to me, I was just stressed, didn't want to do anything, was always crying, was always in that miserable. But then I was diagnosed with celiac. Mm. That's what happened to me, right? And celiac is what made me realize that if I don't make my changes in my life now, it's funny though. I was a, I'm a nutritionist. I'm a health coach. I'm I'm a personal trainer, but I never did it for myself because I was depressed. And right. people can get to that stage, right? Right. When Seattle, when when I became um, uh, celiac, and I started to change my ways of eating, food was my number one reason why I was able to think properly, and I was able to feel the energy again, and I was able to lose weight. And then I started to work out again and my whole life changed. Just like you said, energy came back. I felt great about uh, myself. started to look good in my own clothes. I started to feel better with myself. It's just like this vibe of this energy and this awareness just, ooh, just came right to me. Uh, yeah, right? Absolutely. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. One thing I don't like is what people think is, is and I'm going to say it out loud anyways. Um, hey, we got to die anyways. Just live the life that you want. Right. Yeah. I can't That's stand one, that. one thing they say. Yeah. We got to die anyway. So just eat the way and eat and feel good. If I got to die, I got to die anyway. So let me just eat. And the second thing that people want to do, as you said, is to lose weight so fast because that's what they want. They want to lose it fast, but they don't realize it that when you lose it fast, you're probably not doing it right. And that means you're going to gain double the pound. Right. So if you say to yourself, I got to live anyways. I'm going to die anyways. I'm going to eat whatever I want. So that means that by, you know, the next two, three months of your deathbed, you're going to be sitting there while other people are going to enjoy the life. Right. Or, or you're going to love yourself, take care of your body and your health and everything you do. And you're going to live life all the way to the end. The last day was the day you had a party for yourself. And the next day you died. So you think, is it either the bed, the, the dead bed that you're going to be on laying there for three months before you die? Or is it going to be the day that you had a party and you died the next day? Right. I mean, I'm going out with the party. <laughs> right. Party. So this is when I talk to you about energy. And so the day that, that when you said that when you started to lose weight, you started to feel happy. You started right. to feel great about yourself. Things started to get better for you because you got confidence. Right. You started to feel better about yourself because you started to get vibes and energy because you loved who you had become. So right. why are other people having such a hard time realizing this to do it for themselves? Why? 
Right. You know, I think, um, great question. I think a lot of times it's because people, they, I don't think people realize how much, and this is going to sound really crazy. I don't think people realize, not everyone, of course, how much they actually hate themselves. Mm. Um, which I know that sounds crazy, but you have to love yourself just a, like a tad bit just to get motivated to go to the gym. Because if you love yourself just a little bit, you, you'll you start doing just a little bit of something, something. Mm. And then the more you start seeing what you want to see and the more things turn around in your life, you, you know, you'll be looking in the mirror and you're going to be like, like literally when I started really falling in love with myself, I was like, I think I got a crush on me. Yeah. <laughs> the first time in years, I was, I was like, man, I, I like me, you yeah. know, I'm peeping yeah. my swag, you know? So um, you gotta, I guess you gotta ask yourself, how much do you love yourself uh, um, enough to, to change? Um, and, and I think that this also a generation or this group of people or whatever it is that, they constantly, you know, and I get it. We all need someone to motivate us. We all need someone to, to cheer us on. We all need that. Yeah. But we have to become our biggest cheerleaders. We have because to. Because if we do not become our biggest cheerleaders, if we, do, if we don't encourage ourselves, we're going to constantly feel like, why should I do this? No one's going to love me anyway. Why should I do this? It's not going to work. Or I've tried this before. But you got to, if you tried it before, then try it again. You know, and then that's when you that's when you call someone like you up. That, hey, look, I'm trying to trying to get in the gym. I'm trying to live right. What can I do? That's when you call someone else up after you kind of motivated yourself to, you know, get up and try it again. And I think that kind of leads me to to my next point, I guess, is that you cannot let failure um, keep you down. No, because, you know, when it comes to, you know, we talk about relationships. Um, you can't let the the failure of something that even though you wanted it to work and, and it didn't, you can't let that keep you from loving again. And you can't let your past failure of you going to the gym or you eating right or you doing or changing your lifestyle. You can't let that past failure keep you from trying again um, because there's so much you can learn from that past failure and apply it to where you want to go this year and the rest of your life. Uh, but you can't stay down. That's that's my biggest thing. Like you can't stay down because chances are you're gonna fall off again, and oh. you're gonna have to get up again. And getting up is, I think, getting up for me is a lot easier than staying down. Um, because when when you're down, you gotta constantly tell yourself over mm. and over and over, like. I've already tried that before. I, I don't know. It just takes a lot of more energy to energy. stay down than to get up, you know. Your um, mind is telling you how you feel. Your mind right. is telling you how you're going to get motivated. Your mind is going to tell you what to do next. And it's your mind that continues to give you the inspiration. So why don't you change that mind? Uh, absolutely. You're inspiring. Like get what you want. Absolutely. I think the next step to all of this is gratitude, uh, always being happy and understanding, I think, to where you are right now, despite everything that's gone in your past, mm -hmm. and to continue to be grateful for where you are right now. Uh, yes, 
Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, a lot of times we, we take the moment for granted and that's, um, if I, if there, if there's something that I wish I could have, I, I could have done better last year. And that was, that would probably be living in the moment and enjoying that moment. Yeah. Uh, like really enjoying the moment because one, chances are you won't ever have a moment like whatever that, you know, if you're having a get together that it won't ever be the same again. Those same people can meet again and it won't ever be that same vibe. Or if you're, you know, you're, you're doing something at work or whatever is going on, it may not ever be like that again. So you have to learn how to enjoy that moment for what it is and be thankful for that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, one, it's a moment that, uh, you know, if it wasn't for the grace of God, probably wouldn't have that moment. You know, so being thankful just for this very moment, this very time and period and vibe in my life to be where I'm at and to do what I'm doing now, um, to to cherish that and then move forward with that energy um, is, I think, one of the best things you can do. And it's something I wish I would actually do more of. Um, it's something I'm actually currently learning to to do. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the the hugs from the kids. You know, my kids. Every time, you know, every five seconds, they want me to pick them up, and I'm like, okay, cool, cool. And then, you know, I remember one day I got so annoyed with it. But then, <laughs> you know what? They won't always want this. They, they, you know, and I'm gonna miss it. I'm gonna want to do that, and they're gonna be, Daddy, I don't got time for you. And so I had to like tell myself in that moment, like, okay, you gotta. You got to enjoy every hug. You got to enjoy every little kiss. You got to enjoy every ignoring question at times because it won't always be like that. And so many people miss out on their blessings, uh, the blessing of the moment by being annoyed with the moment. If that yeah. makes sense. It, do, it totally does. There's um, there's so, so much about being in the moment that I could tell you it is not easy something um, a mother could tell you how hard it is you know because when they have a child like there's so much I want to do but I can't do it because I have my kids with me and as you know what I mean being in the moment is so difficult sometimes that you have to take away everything else and put it aside into into a burner like side burner and concentrate on and just concentrate on your kids. And it's the most difficult thing sometimes to do. It's so hard. I was just talking to my husband about that. I need to clean up the kitchen and the kids are running around and they're like jumping up and down and they're moving things and they're, you know, they're making noise and I'm looking at him and he's like, clean the kitchen. I'm like, I can't, I I can't get to that kitchen with all this noise. And I, I just, I need that soothing and, um, thera- therapeutic kind of a sound when I'm cleaning or I'm, you know, something right. I don't need running around. And so I personally have to let go of everything. It doesn't matter how it is or how bad it is to right. sit down with my kids and to be with them because that moment is what I need to do now. Because no matter what I do, it's, I'm not going to be able to finish or clean anything up with them running around. So until they're upstairs, they're sleeping or, they're watching your television or they're quiet doing something else. That's when I can go, okay, I can do something for me. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So it, it is a very difficult thing for mothers and for fathers or anyone else. I just wanted to bring it up because yeah, it could be easy for some people, but some people not at all. 
And I want one thing from you since I've not seen you in so long and I miss you so much. And I love talking to you, especially on my podcast. You are an absolute charm. You have so many lessons that you've learned. You love talking about them. I love the fact that you enjoy, you know, being who you are and um, being so authentic to the audience and to yourself. Resolution. Everyone has a New Year's resolution, right? Uh, What's yours? Mine is uh, honestly um, to want, there's a few of them, to be a better father, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the second one straight up is to, I want abs. Like I, I'm almost there. I'm almost there, but I want I want my four pack to be busting. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you, if I promise you in about three or four months, I'm going to be taking selfies on Instagram and everywhere with my shirt off. I'm okay. almost there. I'm almost there, but, um, but that, yeah, that for those two right there. And then I think on like a, you know, creative level, I want to really, um, pick back up the, you know, the energy I had, you know, a couple of years ago with, um, podcasting. And also I want, I want to drop another book next year. So those are, those are some of my goals off the top. And of course, just to maintain this, you know, this healthy lifestyle that I'm on right now. What about you? So I have a book I want to drop next year too. Oh yeah. This is going to be oh, good. Yeah. It's going to be a co-authored book uh, that I'm actually going to be producing. That's one okay. of my biggest goals. Gotcha. And my next goal, honestly, is to be fit, happy, and um, to living the moment with my family and the people that I love the most. I think that's the most important thing uh, is, is I want to be fit and happy. (laughs) Uh, If you're talking about the six pack app, yeah, maybe if that happens for me, hundred percent, I'll go for it. But I, it's more about working out, eating right, taking care of myself and helping others do the same thing. It's one of my biggest goals. Um, And, and connecting with people that I really care about. I right. just connected with you and I'm hoping we continue to connect with each other always. And then there's some, a lot of women that I have not met and seen in 2022 that I want to connect in 2023. And I think that's one of the biggest things for me is connecting with people that I love and I care about and that I'm excited to meet and to just continue to be happy and living the moment. I think that's my biggest. Right. Well. Awesome. That's but what's, what's your biggest thing? Like, what would you tell others when they're thinking about the resolution? Like, what is your, like something that advice or some kind of advice that you would give some people to think about before they make their res- resolutions? Um, straight up something that I live by. It's a, it's a Bible verse. That, um, and I can't think of the actual passage, but it goes like, write the vision down and make it plain. And so whatever your goal is, whatever your New Year's resolution is, write that thing down, write those things down. Um, and this is why you should do it, because there's going to be things that life throws at you um, in 2023, and it's going to distract you and you need something to refocus you. And if you can write your, you know, your 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 vision down somewhere where you can see it every day or put it in your notes on your phone and pin it or, you know, put it on your refrigerator, just somewhere where you can see it every day um, and be reminded of what you said you were going to do. Um, I think that's the biggest thing for success. And then also like taking a goal, because I think sometimes we get so overwhelmed with a big, with a goal 
And mm-hmm. we forget that we need to break it down into, you know, manageable, uh, attainable steps. And yeah. so those are those are my two biggest things that I would say to people out there trying to, you know, stay focused um, like never, ever before uh, is to definitely write it down and to make sure you break your goals down uh, into like little small steps to help you accomplish uh, what you want to accomplish. And then third thing, I want to throw the third thing in there, and that is um, get someone that's going to help you be accountable. You know, like have someone, you know, a close friend, tell them what you got going on, like, and tell them, you know, maybe, hey, check on me every, you know, at the end of every month and see where I'm at with this. Or check on me every week to see how I'm doing with this thing. Um, someone that you know that's going to really hold you accountable. I think having an accountability partner is so key uh, when we have things that we want to accomplish because a lot of times we can get off track and or things can be so overwhelming when we get off track that we don't have anyone we can actually talk to. And you've got to have an accountability partner. So I want to tell you like, okay, you had a bad day, not a bad, it's not a bad life, you know? Yeah. Okay. You missed a couple of days in the gym. Okay. Are you eating better? You know, somebody to help you put things into um, perspective so you're not feeling like, oh, I messed up, so it's over for me. I give up. I'll just try again next year. Got to have someone to tell you, hey, get up. Let's do this again. Come on. We're not going to stop here. We've come too far uh, to to lose now. So, yeah, those are the write it down, um, break it down into, you know, manageable steps and accountability partner. It's amazing. Um, there's, uh, I love how you said that because when you said take small attainable steps, it's uh-huh. similar to uh, when you start a goal, they usually say what a star means in a goal. It's specific. Um, so small, specific, testable, uh, yeah. attainable, uh, relevant, yeah. and time. Time is the biggest thing too as well, right? Yeah, so it's time, yeah. Small attainable goals going slowly. I love the way you said the vision as well. It's so true. I'm actually doing a vision board with all my goals put together and it'll be sit on my wall so I can see where I've been. And every time I do a vision board, all my goals have come true. Except for one time when it was COVID, none of my traveling happened, but then it happened the next year after. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like COVID just happened. But that was like in 2020 and and then 2021 and then 2022, finally, we were able to do like this year was more about like, let's just let it go. Let's just enjoy it. Yeah. And then um, nowadays, some people don't even care. Some people still wear masks Some people don't. But just like that, just like COVID happened, that's how our life is very much. The fear, the anxiety, let it go and move on. Let it go and move on. You know, these are just things that are are allowing you to just are stopping you from taking your dreams for attaining your dreams to living the late the life that you want. So let go of those things or caring about what other people are going to think about you because you are your own person. Forget about all that and continue to live your life. Absolutely. Eray the kid. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> I love him. I, can't, I I think he's an amazing guy. I'm so excited to be talking to this guy. I have not talked to him the entire 2022. Honestly speaking, this is the first one. I'm finally uh, finally getting a chance. And he's he's uh, canceled on me twice. I just wanted to let everyone know. Canceled on me twice. <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
And I finally have him on my podcast for 2023. And I'm so excited to have him here. But I honestly speaking, he is one of the guys that do, do inspire me to be a better person, to work hard, to continue to be the person that I want to be. His goals for weight loss are remarkable. Um, the way he lives his life to the fullest is remarkable. So this is why I have him here. And I'm so excited to have you. So thank you for being here, Ari. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you so much for having me. It is always an honor and a privilege and a blessing. And I am so proud of you. Like for real, for real, you inspire me just as much. Um, like so I can get on Facebook and I'll see something you post on like Instagram story or something on your feed, especially their affirmations that mm -hmm. you were doing. Yeah. I was like, oh, I needed this. Oh, I needed this. So thank you so much for for your encouraging words and the energy that you put out there and continue to impact um, the world. One woman at a time, one person at a time, one man at a time. Thank you for who you are and the blessing of just being you. Thank Aww. you for that. I love you. And thank you so much for that. Ari, you have a wonderful time. If anyone wants to get a hold of Ari, Ari, about anything, honestly, anything, even to write a book, Aries, your guy, if you're looking at writing this book, ask him how many books he's written already. Like, absolutely amazing. Um, he's your guy. So, Aries, give us, yeah, uh, um, where would you get a hold of you? I think the best, the best, best way to get a hold of me right now, straight up Facebook or mm -hmm. Instagram. Perfect. Facebook, I oh, yeah, most definitely. And that's, um, I think my, I think it's all under Aries the Kid. I think mm -hmm. if you type in Aries the Kid, it's going to go straight to either my Facebook or my Instagram, whichever um, social media site you're on. And I would love to connect with everybody or anybody out there that needs some help or some direction. Uh, so straight up, hit me up. Awesome. Yay. Thank you again for starting my year out. Correct. I hope everyone that's listening to hear this. Yeah. Hey, relationships are messy, but they can always work out for you. And hey, weight loss is difficult and hard, but guess what? It can happen if you choose to learn how to get motivated and to do it. Right. It's that easy, but it, it needs a lot of work on your brain to actually get you started. And the last thing as well is stay in the moment. Love it, live it and be it. Yes. Have a wonderful day, guys. Take care. Bye.